Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello, Shared Teaching listeners, and welcome to my Saturday Snapshot episode, where I am featuring a more in-depth topic related to my Wednesday podcast every Saturday in June and July for summer. So if you missed episode 81 for this Wednesday, it was about SightWord interactive notebooks. And so today I'm taking the idea of SightWords and I'm diving a little bit deeper into word study in general. So this is episode 82 and we're talking about my word study activities and routines that I use in my second grade classroom. Now, even if you don't teach second grade, this would work for first, third, maybe even early fourth grade, just really depends on your students and the needs in your classroom. So what I've noticed in the past two years specifically is that there's been a big decline in students' spelling and phonics abilities. So I feel that adding in word study activities in my classroom is essential to help my students get caught up to where they need to be. And the first step to helping them get caught up is to know exactly where they are, which means assessments. So within the first week of school, because I like to get this started and off the ground as soon as I can, I like to give my students a spelling assessment using the primary spelling inventory from Words Their Way. If you're driving, don't look now, but later you can go back to the show notes and there's a link to a free version from Words Their Way on my show notes. It's also in the blog post if you prefer reading these episodes. So it can take a while to give the assessment, so I give it across two days. It also takes a while to grade the work, but I highly recommend not skipping this step because it's the grading that's going to give you the analysis into where your students are at. So after giving the PSI or the primary spelling inventory, I like to give pre-assessments of the Dulch words. And yes, this is a lot of assessing, but me personally, I feel it's worthwhile. So I use the Dulch words. You've heard me talk about that many, many times before. And I use my own product, of course, which is called the Sight Word Spelling Program. And if you're interested in it, there is a free first assessment you can get as a download, which is also linked in the show notes. But anyway, I use the Sight Word Spelling Program pre-assessments to help me figure out which words my students are having trouble spelling. Because for me, I want them to learn how to read and spell the words, not just do one or the other, because these are very common words that they'll see very often and they should know how to spell them. That's just my belief as a second grade teacher. So if you don't believe the same, feel free to skip it. 
In the beginning of the year, I just use paper and pencil to assess them, but as the year continues, I switch to the digital videos that's in this product, and it saves me so much time. So they are just pre-recorded tests that I can just stick a student on a Chromebook and press play, and then they take their little test, and I'm not e- I don't even need to be there. I don't have to hear, what was number three? Because they can just rewind and play it and figure it out themselves. It's beautiful, but I don't recommend doing that right off the bat unless you are doing upper elementary. Then I would say go for it because your students should be versed enough in using Chromebooks or whatever electronic device that they use, and they can just do that much easier. Little kids, not so much in the beginning of the year anyway. Okay, so with my second graders this past school year, I only needed to do the first and second pre-assessment to determine everyone's levels. And I believe this is 40 to 45 words. Again, I'm breaking apart these assessments into multiple days so I'm not overwhelming the students. So I am not giving the PSI and my Dolch words during the same week. I try to spread them out a little bit. Once I have their levels, then the higher students that still need to go beyond the first and second pre-assessment will be pulled aside and tested one-to-one. So now I can place the students. I have their PSI words their way inventory, which tells me which phonics, chunks, and spellings that they might be missing. And I have the Dolch words that they are having trouble reading and writing. So I also forgot to mention I have them read the words, but this is a whole different assessment. Again, that's just me being a little bit extra. I like to know exactly which words they're having trouble with. Now I can place my students in small groups. Last year I had quite a few students in one group, so I had to split that same group up into be more manageable because I only want a maximum of six students within my word study groups. So that just means I had duplicate assignments I had to photocopy, and it just made planning much easier. So for example, I can't remember, but I want to say it was one of the earlier digraphs. So let's say I had so many students. (laughs) I can't remember. I think I had like 14 students or something that were missing digraphs at the beginning of second grade. So I chunked them out into three smaller groups and then those three groups just had the exact same activities but I just had them in different groups for my small group instruction. Hopefully that makes sense. So the next step once I have what the students need is to find the actual activities. I look at where my students are using that primary spelling inventory and then I look through the materials I already have on hand and free activities maybe that I can find online to help fill in those gaps. And I aim for about two weeks of activities for each phonics focus. And I go on a five-day work schedule, so that would be about 10 days of activities, maybe nine because I wanna spend the 10th day doing an assessment. Okay, another word work activity for my students to do is a blind sort. So I gather one word study group at my teacher table And this is why I try to have smaller groups because I'm meeting with the whole group at one time. And I provide them with a list of words. They study these words and use their whiteboards to figure out what the words have in common. It's not technically a blind sort, but I just wasn't sure what else to call it. This would be the first step when they're getting their words introduced to them is they're trying to figure out what that pattern might be. 
And I want them to tell me what the pattern is, not the other way around. I use Lanisha Tab's Word Study Workshop, which I highly recommend, to get my Word Study lists. I recommend this product if you teach lower elementary because it's geared more towards she teaches kindergarten, so it's a little bit on the lower end. If your students are higher, I would recommend looking for something else. And unfortunately, at this time, I do not have any recommendations. Students take home a duplicate list from Lanisha's program, and it is actually labeled at the top. So after they've figured out what the sort has in common, what is the pattern for the week, then they get a duplicate list that actually has the answer at the top, and that list goes home for them to study. And the original list that I gave them that didn't have a name in it, they're going to write the name or the pattern at the top, and that's going to get glued into their word study notebooks. Alongside their word study notebooks, which is actually just the same notebook but split up, is their sight word notebooks. Now, using my data from their sight word pre-assessments, students are assigned one of the sight word lists. I'm very particular that they need to master all the words on the list before moving on because, again, this is second grade. I probably wouldn't have the same expectation for kinder or first grade. And kindergarten, I really wouldn't recommend doing this unless it's the very end of the school year. On Monday, I will call all students on the same sight word list to the front of the class. I will demonstrate how to complete their first sight word notebook pages and have them complete it along with me. The next day, I'm going to do the same thing, but then they are going to do it afterwards. So I'm going to model it, and then they're going to try to do it on their own. And of course, the speed of this kind of depends on how quickly they can pick it up. Next is a phonics-focused worksheet. So we have the students got their word study list. They got their first sight word notebook page, which has their independent list that they're studying. So the, now that they have their word study list, the next day, day two, they're going to be given a worksheet or a small game to complete that focuses on their phonics pattern. So these are those free activities I found or the things that I already had on my computer or maybe pre-made games that I've already purchased. And that's what they're practicing. So my students that are needing more instruction in short vowels come to see me for a quick five minutes I'll go over a vowel review, and then I'm going to pass out a worksheet, maybe on finding or writing words that have a short vowel A sound. I also have a lot of Lakeshore Learning Phonics boxes that I got through Donors Choose, thank you donors, that are very helpful for me to use when showing students their phonics pattern. Students love them, they're engaging, they're fun. And then during my intervention time, I might repeat some of these same phonics patterns for students in RTI, depending on if they are in those groups or not. Last chunk of my word study is sight word centers. So during my reading block, my students will do their word study groups and sight words after our whole group instruction. So I am taking the first hour to go over my lesson, have them practice, do some phonics skills together. And then the last part of my literacy time, which doesn't include the writing, is my rotations of um, literacy centers. So for the sight word center, students are going to work on their individual sight word list that they were pre-assigned to, right, from that assessment, and they're usually going to have a partner to work with. So in my class, there's usually multiple students on the same levels at the same time, especially in the beginning of the year, 
And if there's not quite someone that's on their exact same list, I try to make them within the same color. So for example, there's, let's say, five lists. I think there might be eight, but there's X amount of number of lists on that first color and X amount of lists on the second color. So as long as they're somewhere within that color, I figure they can be partners. So the one partner that's a little ahead of them can help them because they already know those words. And they might even know some of the words their friend knows that's a little higher just because of the way I assess it. And remember, they have to have mastery. So maybe they know four of the words, but they're still struggling with one. So that's four words that they already know that they might be able to help someone else with. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. So for the sight word centers, they're working with a partner and I've done it for many, many years. So I have a lot of accumulation of activities that I've had and are tried and true that kids have used many, many years. But I have two that are my favorites that are also in my TPT shop. Shameless plug over here. <laughs> you can look for those links in the show notes. The first is my Play-Doh mats. I specifically made them for older students because I didn't want them to just make the word in Play-Doh and be done with it. I wanted them to be doing some kind of writing, some kind of sentence. I wanted them to do the word in context. These are great mats that meet those requirements. If you go to shareteaching.com forward slash word dash study dash activities, you can see a picture of these mats so you know exactly what I'm talking about. They are also linked in the show notes so you can check them out or even purchase them if you're interested later. Last, I have my sight word letter boxes. Again, I created these with older elementary students in mind, specifically my second graders, and it requires the students to read a sentence and find the word that will fit in the letter boxes. So it's not just giving them the word, they have to look and figure out which letters from each word will fit in those boxes because only one of those words is going to work. Each Play-Doh mat and each sight word letterbox strip has very unique pictures that of course coordinate with the same picture between the same words if that makes sense so the word for the is going to be or the picture for the word the is going to be the same picture for the word the whether it's on the play-doh mat or the sight word letter boxes and i'm doing that to kind of help emergent readers understand and anchor that word Okay, so we talked about my word study activities and routines. First thing I do is I assess my students. I determine their levels using both primary spelling inventory and Dolch sight words, reading and writing. Then I place my students. I ask my word study students to do a blind sort to try to figure out the pattern on the first day. On the second and subsequent days, they're going to use a phonics-focused worksheet or game. And alongside of the word study groups, I have the students an individualized sight word notebooks and also sight word centers, which include Play-Doh mats and sight word letter boxes. Now, if you don't have a lot of time for word study in your classroom, it doesn't need to take a lot of time or be complicated. In fact, the simpler you make it, the easier it will be to manage and set your students up for success. So I want to know, will you be using these word study activities that I mentioned in your classroom this coming school year? Are you going to try any? Please go ahead and leave me a message. You can write to me at susan at shareteaching.com 
Or even better, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts where you can comment on an episode and tell me what you like, answer that question, and then it's going to help other teachers like you find this episode and hopefully tune in for next Wednesday for an all new episode. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. If you look at the blog post, you can actually see some photographs and kind of get what I'm saying. The last but not least, we have sight word letter boxes.